This show contains strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit MyGayAgendaPodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of COVID-19, monkeypox, government homophobia, ableism, and mental health. It also contains discussion about the LGBTQIA plus community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to My Gay Agenda, an investigative (laughs) podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jay. My name is CJ, and we are your co-conspirators in trying to figure out whatever it is that cishet people think it is we're doing. I loved the absolute face that you just made to circle (laughs) in the audience. It was a face of like, here I go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm rusty. It's it is it's been a minute. Let me say it's been a minute. I think the last time we interviewed somebody was Avery Goodname in February. Yep. Um, and then we had our little April Fools episode in April, and it has and then, been six months since and April. Then my gay hiatus. <laughs> it really was my gay hiatus. Uh, so I guess uh, to answer the question you often ask, what's on our buy schedule today? Is we're gonna, you know, talk about the what fact that we've been there? gone for six months, <laughs> but also to celebrate uh, the fact that uh, when this episode is released, it'll be both uh, National Coming Out Day and also the five-year anniversary of this podcast. Ah, that's so many. That's so many. That feels fake. Yeah, I know I'm it's like, not. <laughs> It, like, it's it's not, but it's also, like, we started this in 2017, just to contextualize I, what five years means. Was that a tr- was that really a year? I, <laughs> I feel so that, far away. That year is definitely a blur for me. That, though that was the year that I realized that I was uh, at least not a woman. I didn't Mm. figure out what it was I was, but 2017 was definitely, like, I I had that realization, kept it to myself, and then started this podcast two months after the fact. Right. (laughs) Which was such a cool move on my end, by the way. (laughs) Look, we all process our own ways. (laughs) We sure do. That we do. I just sort of, like, tried to keep mine bottled down and then suffered for it, and then eventually, you know... Stop doing that. As uh, so many of us out often day, do. This coming out day, follow the CJ Higgins model and just keep it keep it all in there until do you have not, an audience. Do not follow the CJ Higgins approach. The CJ Higgins approach was terrible. It was, I mean, like, I'm not here to tell anybody whether to come out or not. Because, like, coming out is, it's like, okay, so we're going to get into it. Here's my thing about coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, the whole, like, the, the celebration of National Coming Out Day, I realized by Googling it not five minutes ago, um, mm-hmm. or rather refreshed myself, um, was to, like, combat, like, a lot of, like, anti-LGBT campaigning, 
1988 by having, like, a holiday that, like, more positively, like, celebrates who it is that we are as a queer people and all of that. Um, and I think that's very beautiful and always necessary and wonderful. I don't know how you feel. It feels to me recently that, like, with the way that, like, queer identity is treated by our society, coming out often feels like something that cishet people feel they are owed. Uh, yeah, yeah. And also, um, you better be fucking precise with your language nowadays, apparently, because if you say a thing and that's not your exact identity, I guess, like, a few months from now... <laughs> yeah, and like not 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 precise with your language, like oh the PC culture, the PC police are out to get us. Not no, it's you, like you have to know exactly who it is you are, and mm-hmm. then just like never change from that. And unless you meet the twelve criteria for being a lesbian, you better not use that word. <laughs> oh my. God, the f- we're being sarcastic. Ugh. If that's something you yes. struggle with, this we don't, we don't like this. We're, uh, we are we are out here supporting our bi and pan lesbians. Absolutely, our he him lesbians. I love you so much. Um, I it, it feel like so much of what coming out has been imposed on us now mm-hmm, feels like. Mm-hmm. You better have the right label, and it better be, like, a label set down by, like, the exact definitions that we came up with. It's like, I thought being queer was about fuck your boxes. (sighs) Yeah, it's... uh, We've said it before, and I will say it one million times. Labels are a tool to help people. Mm -hmm. Um, If a label is helpful for you, great. That it's what it's there for. If a label is not helpful for you, that's okay. It is not required. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, 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 yep. But, yeah, I mean, those are those are my primary feelings. Like, there have been now two times in my life, and I'm admittedly in the middle of one of them, in a sense, where, like, when I first was, like, realizing to myself that I am non-binary, a part of me wanted to just, like, not come out as it and just sort of live my life Mm-hmm. You know, and just like not bring it up because like I I didn't feel I owed anybody the like coming out process and like having to explain my gender and how it works and all of that stuff. Yes. Uh, but then it became more and more necessary as I had to deal with people misgendering me, and mm. it became a lot less about like here is me inviting you into my life and all that stuff, and more me going, if I get called a woman one more time, I'm going to scream, so now I have to tell everybody, hey, I'm not a woman. Right. And I I will admit, like, the situation I'm going through now is much less so, because I, there hasn't been a point yet, um, it could even be today when this episode comes out, but there hasn't been a point yet where I've, like, come out as polyamorous, you know? <laughs> I've just been sort of doing, doing that, and I'm at, like, a fun little impasse at times that is not nearly as distressing as getting misgendered all the time, mm-hmm. where, like, I'll be, like, I- I've had, like, a partner over to meet my grandparents and that partner has referenced their fiance, who is also my boyfriend. And right. like being like, 
okay, so we're just gonna talk about it and not explain it at all and hope that the people in our lives are just sort of catching up to this. You know, that's how I am at, like, work situations, I find, Mm. where it's like, I don't want to do this at work, but I'll I'll casually sprinkle in one of my partners, or I'll casually sprinkle in... uh, that I'm not a woman. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll let people pick up on it. <laughs> yeah, it's less of, like, a formal meeting of, like, everyone, I need you to know. And more of a, gather the clues. Where in the world is Carmen <laughs> San Diego? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, why have we been gone for six months? <laughs> um. What a great question, Do you want to start or me? Because I think Um, we both have separate answers for that. Wow, National Coming Out Day. I didn't realize it was so old. (laughs) 1988, huh? Yeah, Jay, good point. I can go, I can talk first about why it is I've been gone. If if you want, I... (laughs) I sure, just don't we, have a good excuse. <laughs> I, neither of us need an excuse, you know? That's we true. could just be like, we were gone because we were gone. But, like, considering I think that the ma- vast majority of people who listen to this show are people who know us in real life, you know? Um, and care about our I'm more inclined to be like, well, you can probably catch up here. Um, so 2022 um, has proven quite the year for me and my personal life and how I live it, in the sense that I basically set my entire life on fire, Mm -hmm. and then just sort of have been trying to array the ashes into little buildings. Like, here, it's something else. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, For background, ooh, we are coming up on the one-year anniversary of me breaking up with my uh, very long-term uh, partner, uh, who I still hold in my heart dearly as a friend, uh, but relationship-wise, uh, that particular type of relationship was not working out for either of us. Mm-hmm. So, stopped that, started dating again. Dating for essentially the first time, because, like, sure, I dated in the past, but that was, like, high school and college. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Like, the last time I had had to date, the dating apps had not been invented yet, or otherwise they were just on computers. Right. Like, a vast majority of the dating apps we know today did not exist the last time that I had attempted to enter a dating pool, but then they do now. They sure- they sure do now. (laughs) I currently have, uh, three partners, uh, who I love dearly. And I still see other people as well. Uh, I moved to Philadelphia improper. I moved out of New Jersey over to Philly to, no, three months ago? When was July? August, September, October. Three months ago. (laughs) Three months ago, almost to the day that we're recording this. So all of that is to say is that all of these changes have been very wonderful and beautiful and amazing. And I have found myself wanting to take the time to cultivate those changes and, like, see them through and take care of myself on a personal level while Hmm. I'm going through all of these and adapting, uh, because, you know, shifting to a completely different relationship structure in a brand new city, 
is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot emotionally. And, like, you know, I I don't regret the decisions I made, but I still grieve them to an extent. Um, and I wanted to, like, take some time to make sure that, like, I was prioritizing uh, both myself and, like, the new relationships I was forging and make sure, you know, that I'm doing it right and I'm doing right by myself. Um, totally. So... And, you know, this isn't what they, it's not what they tell you in podcasting school, but podcasting takes a lot of work. <laughs> Especially a bi-weekly podcast where you have to schedule a new guest every time mm. and then go mm-hmm. and edit the episode and take care of the release and the social media is a whole lot of work. And I, at a certain point, did not have the mental capacity to maintain that while trying to figure out everything else in my life. So I simply did not. Extremely fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've definitely, I, I have missed this. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one needs to prioritize. Um, I also haven't done a lot of theater projects this year either. But that's also because of the COVIDs, you know. Um, which I was fortunate enough to finally experience firsthand in August. So that was so cool. Oh. Um, yeah, um, I mean, fortunately, uh, I, knocking on wood here, I had a uh, quite mild case, so I'm just, you know, very much not wanting another case. I would love to not have another case. That'd be would so love that great. for you as well. Yeah, would it's like I had a very mild situation, all things told, and it still sucked so much. Mm-hmm. Good Jesus can't stress enough go get boosted with with the new ones i'm getting my new by the by the time this is released i'll have i'll have gotten the new booster in my in my blood (laughs) in my veins oh i need to do that i'm getting the i'm getting the double i'm getting the flu shot and the the covid booster Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of folks are doing that one as we approach the flu season great (laughs) yeah yep 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 love it Love I it. also got my I also got my monkeypox vaccine. Oh, cool! Yeah, I technically qualified. Great, <laughs> which has been a fun little like, because in the state of New Jersey, in order to qualify, there's a couple of different options. Like, I think one of them is like a history of eczema qualifies you. Oh, um, that's that one has been on and off whether or not that's a qualification. Um, but one of the like it's like you have to be a gay man or transgender or non-binary who has had multiple partners within the past 14 days. Yeah, I was worried about that one, yeah. Which is a fun little way for the monkeypox people to ask if you fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know about the the gay, trans, non-binary component because I was seeing places that were like multiple sexual partners in an area where there's been like cases. Yeah, Um, which... Philadelphia. Fair. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not allowed to get one, but that's okay. <laughs> it's going where it needs to. I, yeah. I mean, absolutely knocking on wood here, but, um, it, it seems like in the months since we've heard about monkeypox, it has not escalated in quite the way that, uh, thank COVID God. has. <laughs> I was really scared that when school started up again, it was going to just blow up. Yeah. I mean, Unfortunately, we are not out of the dark on that option, but right. it's, you know, I, at least, like, 
the government tracking of this shit has been so extremely incompetent and inconsistent that at this point one can just rely on anecdotal evidence right and for myself i am pretty online and i have only heard a minimal amount of folks who have contracted monkeypox and none within like my personal circles yeah i mean as someone who's been getting most of their covid updates through social media because you can't trust the cdc to tell you things anymore which is um, so cool by the way i haven't heard a single thing about monkeypox in ages and i mean like i'm not in the city proper so that might be a component of it um right. Which is great, because I mean, I know it's still out there, but I'm glad that it's not, like, escalating at the degree that we were concerned it would. Yes. Yes. I think we were all extremely nervous for This Is COVID Part 2. Yes, and I was also very scared because I know it is, um, not unlike hand, foot, and mouth disease, you know, it's it spreads, mm. it spreads in ways that kids are great at spreading things. Yes. Um, yes. And I was, I was so scared that it was going to blow up in schools because of how children are, and then mm-hmm. because of the weird connection to queer people specifically that this has garnered, that it was going to turn into uh-huh. a, a, a conversation about t- gay teachers. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. The, the whole, the groomer mentality that's yeah. been all the rave recently. All the rage, rather. All the rave? That's not anything. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that's cool. Yeah, it's so awesome that it would take literally just an ounce of common sense to realize that, like, something that can be spread from physical contact could also, as a result, be spread by sexual contact, because sexual contact is often physical contact. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that that was then seen as a gay thing because it ha- there happened to be outbreaks in situations where people were making sexual contact with each other. Right. Um, and then, as a result of that, doctors just straight up not testing people who are not gay because they're like, oh, you can't get monkeypox because you're not gay. So then all the numbers are from gay men. It's like, okay, so this is a snake eating its own tail. <sighs> yeah. Just shit. Just... Just the AIDS scare part two. Yeah, and, like, let me tell you, as somebody who works with kids and fails to have a social life on the reg, um, and so therefore interacts with children far more than I do with my peers in the queer community, God, kids love love to do all the things that spread these kinds of illnesses. Oh, my God. Um, I, I've met so many children who are just like, what if I put my hand in my mouth um, and then on your hand? No. Stop it. <laughs> I like I know I know that that's true because I have been around many children but every time I'm just like stop stop yeah I mean thank goodness I I largely work with more like middle school age and they've mostly grown out of that by then but they still make some baffling decisions and also just like I don't know climb all over each other and like do piggyback rides and dog pile and I'm just like there's a pandemic happening still y'all <laughs> yeah yeah uh-huh which I don't blame them, of course. I blame a lack yeah. of clear communication from the adults in their lives and, and authority figures, um, which is not targeting any particular children's like parents. It's just like overall getting mixed messages from the government and school and family and yes. so on and so forth. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> anyway. It's tough out there. Oh, uh, something else that happened in 2022. Um, 
but is a cool thing. Being a content creator for It Gets Better. So, I, you know, if you want to see me on TikTok, I'm occasionally on the It Gets Better TikTok. Every once oh, in a while. I forgot about that. That's awesome. Yeah, still doing that. So, yeah, you, you can catch me on there. That's also what I've been busy with. It's very fun. I'm about to make a video about all of my past Halloween costumes and how gay they were, like the time I dressed as Zorro, despite having never seen Zorro. <laughs> Wonderful. Or the time I completely forgot I dressed as Peter Pan in high school. Of course you did. Such a fucking stereotype. Was there even Such a, a reason or? <laughs> I, it was Halloween. Okay, because it could have not been and I would have still bought it, is the thing. That's... That's so extremely valid of you. Yeah, no, it was Halloween. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Um, I, I, I know you've been through a lot of changes, and that changes, even when good, are still difficult sometimes. Uh, I'm glad that, that, that uh, you're settling into all that and that, that they've been so good for you overall. Yeah, they have. It's great. Let me phrase that in the most bumbling and awkward way I can. <laughs> I don't think that was true. <laughs> All right. I appreciate the note. I'll try better next time. <laughs> oh my god! I wasn't giving you a note! <laughs> um, meanwhile, on my end, uh, it's really just been a continuation of physical and mental health issues that are severe enough to really be a detriment to me being able to keep up with responsibilities and friendships, um, but not so severe that I don't have imposter syndrome. <laughs> I don't know that there's a severe... Like, I don't think that... I'm not saying I should. I'm just saying I do. <laughs> like, my mental health shit is... Ooh, such an impact on my life. But I'm like, oh, but I know people who have, like... I don't know, the disorders that, that we societally put more weight on. Um, <laughs> it's it's the whole thing of, like, I don't... I, I have a cold, but I can't really say I'm sick because I know someone who had pneumonia once. Yeah. It's, you know, it's that. Yep, 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 yep. Like, and the imposter syndrome is tied to the mental health, too. Yes, Like, yeah. they're directly linked. So you can, like, logically think to yourself all of this stuff, but it... It turns out that feelings don't always necessarily care about logic. Yeah, yeah. Feelings don't care about your facts. Feelings don't care about your facts. Yeah. God damn it. It's it's like, I know that my life is severely impacted, but I can't legally, like, file for disability or anything, so clearly I'm just, like, lazy. <laughs> Even though filing for disability is itself like an ableist system, yes, no, and I all mean that stuff. It's bad, and I am also very fortunate to be in a, in a situation where I am not in dire need of doing that. Um, mm -hmm. I am not rolling in it by any means, but like I'm still right. very aware that I'm, you know, I'm fortunate to have what I have for sure. Mm -hmm. But like, wow, I sure wish uh, I could just send everyone in my life, like, a little information card that's like, hey, I know I haven't talked to you in over a year. I don't hate you. I'm just deeply broken. <laughs> I mean, as as a friend of yours, I, uh, I'm i happy to hear from you whenever it happens. There's not a point where I'm like, wow, Jay doesn't want to be my friend because they haven't reached out. I'm like, wow, <laughs> we keep being in a pandemic and all of us being neurodiverse and actively going through a traumatic time. Fair. <laughs> Fair. 
See, no, I get you. I get you. Again, logically, they're with you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you could send the card anyway. I have a new address, so I'll have to let you know, but yes. <laughs> it's it's not necessary. Um, but it's funny because, like, I don't think we ever, we well, we did eventually have a conversation about how we were clearly in a hiatus, but it wasn't until we had already definitely been in one for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, where mm-hmm. it was just that we weren't planning with each other, and there was some part of my brain that was like, "Oh, thank goodness," because uh, <laughs> I can't handle that right now. And then when we finally did have a talk, and it's like, "Oh, this will have to keep going for a while," I was like, "Oh yeah, what a shame!" <laughs> again, yeah. very happy to be doing it again. Very happy to be back. Love doing this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Though I'm also like, I don't know. We don't necessarily have to keep up. Like I know the biweekly pun is very funny, but we don't have to maintain a strict schedule for ourselves, you know? I think I largely can with where I am right now, I think. Okay. (laughs) I think it's doable, and I now trust myself to tell you if there's, like, a time that I can't meet a quota or whatever. Bet. Okay. (laughs) So it sounds like we'll sort of play it by ear, and y'all listening will get podcasts when you get podcasts. Yeah, and I mean, we have a really cool listener base, so I it's trust true. that they'll capital G, capital I, get it. Yes. Yes. I, I, I expect our audience is also a bunch of, of neurodiverse queers just trying their best out there. We and do tend we to flock sort of, together. Yes. All, all sort of on the same uh, base here. Yeah, I think I'll... So yeah, th- I mean, thanks for listening to us. Whenever it is that we talk, we, we do still really appreciate it, and we do apologize that there was a sort of unannounced hiatus of sorts. It was, like, for me, it was really just, like, I didn't know how long we needed to hiatus in the first place, you know? Yeah. And, like, the necessity for a hiatus sort of, like, snuck up in a way that was, like... Yeah. (laughs) uh, Like, it was less, like, wow, I need to sit down and establish a hiatus. It just sort of happened it was more like after a while we talked on messenger and we're like so you'll notice we haven't recorded in like over a month yeah yeah yeah. that was basically it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah um which is what we needed and that's okay indeed affirmation thank you listeners for your patience yes thank you do you want do you want to play a game (laughs) yeah yeah let's play a game and now we cut in the saw theme song um Is there a theme song for Saw? Y- yes, I haven't watched and it Saw. Unnecessarily slaps. That's okay. You don't need to. I've watched it, it twice now. I think because of Cortland, um, right. because I love them very deeply. I don't. I don't feel a need for a third time. <laughs> that's that's so fair. But well, theme song? I'll have to give the Saw theme song a listen sometime. Slaps. Um, solid horror theme. Anyway, it's me, Jay, your camp counselor. Uh, Summer camp has ended. Now we're in spooky season camp. That's a thing. Yay! Um, It has to be a thing, uh, because where else would Jason Voorhees find all those camp counselors? Anyway. Apparently, sorry, apparently uh, past my gay agenda uh, guest and current girlfriend, Travis uh, Rosemary Kierhart Fishbach, Went to the summer camp that Friday the 13th was filmed? She told me that once, yeah. Is that not insane? 
No, it's very cool. I know, like, when I when I first moved to um, New Jersey, my brother was telling me about how up north there was, like, basically a Camp Crystal Lake. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Travis um, went. Ain't that the darndest? I'm glad. North Jersey. I'm glad she survived. Hey, you know what? It might be bold to say, but me too. <laughs> but anyway. Jason's an camp. ally now. Um, anyway, yes. Welcome to a, a little quiz I threw together so quickly before this recording. Um, I just put five years of MGA with uh, four question marks, which was a missed opportunity on my part. I am going to put a fifth one in right now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Very important. I have here five questions about mm-hmm. the five years that we've been doing this podcast together. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd oh, like to boy. think there's a range of difficulty here. I, the answers are probably correct. I did just go through like our backlog on Spotify uh-huh. to find uh-huh. the answers for these. So if I did a miscalculation, or if I forgot a previous guest somehow in these calculations, um, feel free to yell at me, internet. I uh, will. No, <laughs> nobody yell at Jay. <laughs> That's probably for the best. I will cry. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. I didn't want to be the one to say it, but that is the exact reason I asked that the internet not yell at you. Um, are you ready, CJ? Yeah, let's go. Alright, so question one for our first year. At our very first live show, mm-hmm. we had a little balloon sign on the front of our table. Uh-huh. Do you remember, A, what it said, and B, uh-huh. what it said by the end of the show? So they originally said pride, but I think the D kept falling off, so we switched it around so it would say Dr. Pie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Pie, underrated character in the My Gay Agenda-verse. I drew them once. Yes. I think it's only on the Patreon. Yes. (laughs) So if you want to see a doodle of a character mentioned exactly once, subscribe. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters, by the way, who have just about maintained despite us not releasing literally any content. I value you so much. Um, honestly, lifesavers, I love you all deeply. If you want me to draw yes. more Dr. Pie, I can. I don't know why that would be the thing. I mean, I want you to. Okay. Can I will, you? I will I will take a note. <laughs> Yay. Um, I probably Dr. will forget. Pie. Because Boy, boy, if this hasn't been a year of really solidifying the idea that I have ADHD. Anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, second question for our second year. Mm-hmm. In our second year of My Gay Agenda, which is 2018 to 2019, how many mm-hmm. live shows did we hold? Oh, Christ. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in the in the eighteen nineteen season? Yes. Okay. So we had at least one at that comedy club. We... Hold on. Okay. The one at the Comedy Club, we had one at Tattooed Moms. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, how far into 2019 are we counting? Because there was that one at the National Liberty Museum. Uh, uh, I would say I until like was... October 2019, because that would be the start of our third year. Okay, got it. So there was that one. And I felt like there was one more, so I'm going to say four. That's exactly correct. Oh, I forget what the fourth one was. It was, but uh, it was I know the first one of one. the year. It was our anniversary show with Pax Wrestler. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. It was one of those. Yes, yes. Um, my game show, Queer There and Everywhere, mm-hmm. with also mm-hmm. Jude. <laughs> with also Jude and, and uh, Harrison. Harrison. Yeah. Um, and then 
queer moments in history with Jedzia. And Josh. And Josh. Yes, sorry, I was just thinking about that picture of Jedzia's costume. Which is extremely <laughs> good. It was so extremely no, good. No, right, I remember I loved Josh's story. I was also so out of it for that show. Um, yeah. Because, gosh, wouldn't you know it, even back then I was a-going through it. <laughs> extremely fair. Turns out you don't need a pandemic to be going through it. I never have. I never will. <laughs> it's just an added bonus for me. Just the little, the, the little Jay Adams promise. <laughs> All right. Our third year of My Gay Agenda. How many CJ siblings did we host this year? Oh, that year. I think it would. Ooh. Okay. This might be one where my math is off. <laughs> yeah, because like Rach, we definitely uh, hosted like well before that. That was in like the 2017-18 era. Year one. Since your math is, you're thinking your math might be off, I'm inclined to say two, just because Maddie, I remember we uh, recorded the April Fool's episode with her, uh, where we talked about my name change, which would have been 2019, um, and then we interviewed Nick later that year. Um, so, uh, well, it depends on which 2019-2020 you're calculating here, but definitely not Rach. Final answer. Uh, now I feel the need to double check. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. I can't go through all of this right now. My brain won't work. The point for the listeners, I have three siblings. There's a finite <laughs> amount of answers there can be here. I thought it was one because I was thinking it was one sibling per year, but I don't know I just know don't if remember right. when it is we interviewed Nick, just that it was later than Maddie. That I'm was definitely sure, year three. Did we have Maddie on more than once? No. No. All right. It's either one or two. <laughs> all right. Great. Super. We'll give it to you because- Yay! I can admit when I might be wrong. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, year four. In our fourth year of My Gay Agenda, did we host more tabletop RPG folks or drag performers? Oh, no! <laughs> this, I, is, the uh, this is extremely close. And this is year four, so this would have been 2021? Y yes? Yeah. Yes. Boy, I'm so excited to hear what your five-year question is going to be because there's not a lot of content to pull from there <laughs> um gosh we we like on the one hand like my default answer is ttrpg uh folks because we always interview so many of them because they're all gay yeah, since um, the on the other hand we did feature a lot of drag performers that year i remember like a, a fair deal of drag artists it is extremely close yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna say drag artists. Oh my goodness, you're right again. Unless Yay! I'm off, and if I am, again, please if if I forgot you somehow in this calculation, but for tabletop, uh I believe we had four with um Adira, Taylor, Marquis, and Ellie, Eli. Um uh -huh. but with drag we had the Moon Baby, Diva Baby, uh Dominique uh -huh. Lee, and then we had an episode where we had two in one with Deej Nuts and Esme Eventide. Yes, yes, yes. So because we had that double header give that little yeah head start there yeah. to uh drag performers so extremely close it's the two flavors of uh interview we seem to have yeah yep 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 it's uh tabletop drag or other um, <laughs> miscellaneous which is not to, to to deride anybody in that miscellaneous category no, miscellaneous is my favorite genre yes anyone who has seen my closet can tell you that uh <laughs> 
I like to say miscellaneous because it's a extremely, extremely niche Arrested Development <laughs> reference. But I'm stuck saying miscellaneous now, even though absolutely nobody on Earth will get it. Because it was from season four. Ah. Uh, but I just love it so much. Well, dang. Okay, you're four for four so far. So far. Uh, so five. <laughs> question five, our final question. How many actual interviews did we conduct in our... In our last year here, our fifth year of no. my gay agenda. Oh boy. Okay. When are we starting from? Uh October. October. Okay. Um Okay. Let me double check now Next. too. November. Seven. Let me double check because I don't trust my notes from before. Um Oh shit, it's seven. Yeah. We had lucky number, baby. We had Rick and Messiah. We had Jedzia. Uh-huh. We had Jeff, mm-hmm. Tui, mm-hmm. Um, Jude, Dana, mm-hmm. and Avery Goodname. And everything else. We did have some other episodes um, in that yes. year, but they were special episodes like April Fools yeah. and New Queers Resolutions, etc. Hooray! Oh my goodness. You, you, <laughs> you aced it. Congrats. I absolutely, fully cannot believe that. I um, I'd certainly like to couldn't thank, have in your place, so. <laughs> I would like to thank the non-Christian God and the non-Christian Jesus um, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. all of that. Thank you. Uh, thank them and my family um, and and my partners who just keep making me gay and give <laughs> me the strength to be gay and answer questions about my own podcast. Against all odds, gayer and gayer. Gayer and gayer. Just going. <laughs> So is this the part where we plug stuff or Yeah, I guess so. Okay, cool. Um you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the other places podcasts go to live. Um and if you're there, why not give us a rating? Maybe you can throw us a couple of stars because we're actually recording episodes. That'll be fun. <laughs> um you can find us on social media. I haven't posted there recently, but you can still find us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. at Gay Agenda Cast. Um, you can find us on a monetary level at Patreon, where I swear to God, I will post content there as soon as I figure out what to post. You may understand that before, I was doing a lot of stuff with my then-partner, <laughs> and... For one reason or another, that didn't really work out. I guess you'll just have to watch campy rock musicals together. Right. I'm just like, okay, cool. Do I just do that same thing, but with somebody else? Or do I do something else entirely? I'm still figuring it out. Every day is a brainstorm. Every day is a winding road. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But in any case, once I figure that out, the content will be getting to you. Uh, Thank you especially to... Uh, Quentin J. Alexander, Jim Nolan, Tiny Sneal, and, uh, Sabrina? Yeah. Yeah. And if I forgot you in that list, my bad. Oh, Rachel, Slice and Dice Higgins, also. (laughs) As well. Oh, and if you want to be interviewed on the show, um, you can email us at info at mygayagendapodcast.com. Um, I'm still gonna be having probably a rocky second interviewing people. Um, if you had asked to be interviewed by us in the past and we were like, yeah, and then we didn't get back to you, that's entirely my bad. Um, so, you know, do give a shout out to me if you would like to be featured on the show. Yeah. Oh, all my, 
My social media is at C-E-G-J-E-G. Um, that's most of them now. And again, I'm also on the It Gets Better TikTok from time to time at It Gets Better. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, put this on your gay agenda for next time. Uh, change the world. Love yourself. Stay tuned. Same gay time, same gay channel. We're Woo. back, baby. <laughs> Maybe that's the new direction for us. Maybe we just become radio jockeys. This is my gay agenda. I mean, give me an excuse to put together a soundboard. I'll do it. Oh my gosh. My gay agenda. This time we get a soundboard. Oh, I'm going to see if there's a soundboard app that I can customize. Heck yeah. In the meantime, bye everybody. Bye. Thank you so much. <laughs> Mwah. Mwah. And that's our gay agenda. <laughs>